Now, for something completely different, the broadcasting veteran who taught Joe Rogan absolutely nothing, Brian Wilson. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and people of all sexes, especially those of you still embarrassingly stuck in your Halloweeny costume, welcome and congratulations, you have found something completely different. Brian Wilson's my name, as our offstage announcer has reminded you. And, well, here we are, teetering on the edge of the midterm elections. So I was thinking about Wednesday, November 9th, starting line or finishing line? You know, it's, it's safe to say we won't know the final tally of the midterm election vote come Wednesday morning. That's for sure. Pennsylvania has 240,000 illegal mail-in ballots and other issues to deal with. Georgia has already announced problems with its massive early vote turnout and that it will likely delay the final number. That these are the two so-called swing states determining which party will control the Senate, that shouldn't surprise. It doesn't take a keen sense for the obvious to noodle out the games people play, especially desperate psychopaths maniacally clinging to their last hours of power will include everything from mis- and disinformation, outright lies, scare tactics, nudist whack jobs flying a BLM flag cruising around in their underwear using hammers and sex toys with grumpy octogenarians working off their last DUI, snoozing security agents, and, of course, the disingenuous but dedicated liberal news media feigning outrage while blaming everything mega, mega, mega. <sighs> Irrespective of the American political scene now resembling bad SNL skits, the curtain will come down when the final polling places close. When the votes are finally counted and the winners announced, the curtain will rise again, revealing our new reality. Will we be at the starting line of a new beginning? restoring America to the shaky normalcy pre-COVID? Or will we have crossed the finish line, the final lap of a once shining city on the hill, the great experiment in self-governance, now sliding disastrously but unavoidably into the trash heap of history's other democracies' cum empires? Even if the eagerly anticipated red wave arrives, Flushing the licentious liberals out of the D.C. swamp, back to their posh palaces with their prodigious pensions, taxpayer-funded, of course, will the returning GOP old guard, along with the newly minted freshmen, fresh from their impudent in-your-face campaigns, be united in dedication to the Herculean task of cleaning the Augean stables of the Washington deep state? Will they be up to the task of ferreting out the swamp things that still infest the deepest parts, the tenured termites that have all but shredded the founding documents and principles that served as the foundation and pillars of a once great republic? <clears throat> well, an objective analysis with a respectful nod to history is not encouraging. To paraphrase scripture, the harvest is great, but the workers are weenies. Put more simply, can the GOP do the work necessary to save the republic? As a group, Republicans are made up of successful businessmen, some physicians, several lawyers, former celebrities, office holders from lesser ranks but with great potential. Their groupthink is principled compromise. 
Go along to get along is the motto, if not the result. Mighty campaign slogans that once turned skeptical voters into super supporters suddenly morph into sheepish shrugs and cliched responses that have all the impact of a BB gun at a charging hippo. Their oh-so-principled responses may one day be effective, but first, we're more likely to be run over by a glacier. Conversely, the liberal Democrat class is composed predominantly of attorneys. Nearly every elected Democrat is a lawyer. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> well, actually there is. It's the mentality of lawyers that foments the problem of circumventing strife for the benefit of peace in governance. Lawyers are trained to win at any cost, period. The values, principles, sanctity, goodness of the issue is irrelevant. If the client can pay the fee, the rest is easy. Honesty, integrity, truth, facts are irrelevant. If a loophole can be found in the law, or a wink will sway a judge, or a couple of tickets to the World Series will change a vote, so be it. Since lawyers write the laws, loopholes, exceptions, parentheticals, asterisks, and gauzy verbiage abound. I know. My son is an attorney. The Democrats' win-at-any-cost dedication doesn't bode well for the coming conflicts with the raised pinky Republicans. Just envision Mitch McConnell versus Chuck Schumer. Kevin McCarthy versus Nancy Pelosi, a school of piranha in your koi pond, not a pretty picture. Nevertheless, it's a numbers game. Ultimately, votes are the only things that count. Yours in the voting booth, theirs in Congress. Assuming a new mega red hat majority prevails, there's at least the possibility November 9th will be the starting line, not the finish line. If the current majority remains, this election is likely to be the last thing we do as the country we were. For my bus driver, Joe Ted, leading contender this week for the Wussy Chili Contest at his local volunteer aquarium cleaning service, Brian Wilson here inviting you to join us for another slide down the razor blade of life when something completely different returns. And again, you can take that as a promise or a threat. While we're waiting, make sure to check out our Unforgiven Facebook page and visit my holiday festooned website, brianwilson.net. Take a peek at my award-losing books while you're there. Bird Day and Christmas are coming in hard. You'll want to have several copies on hand to distract yourself while waiting for the Tums to take effect. Until we come up with something completely different, I'll remain Brian Wilson if I can't come up with someone better. Pull the plug, Joe.